business some free advertising today. Good afternoon, everybody, uh, all KHNC listeners out there. This is the Saturday edition of Pac-Man and the Rev Show, and we have got a treat for you. Uh, the stars have aligned, and I would say probably for maybe only the second time in about the last four months, got both, both That's Pac-Man right. and the Rev in studio yeah. at the same time, uh, you know, whole, you know. Put your seatbelts on. I know that's hard to handle, but yep, we're both here today. Uh, we finally got our schedules to coincide where we we both didn't have something going on. Uh, you know, between gun shows and training classes and stuff like that, uh, one of us is always doing something. I'm out of town. You're teaching a class. One of us running a gun show. It just, uh, you know, it's uh, it's all kinda, good. Kinda, it's all good. And I'm uh, the days of old. <clears throat> yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, this is the Rev, and we have got man. You know, we have so much stuff we we would like to talk about today that we're probably not going to get to a whole lot of it. So, nah, because uh, we usually uh, yeah we, we go off we, the rails. Yeah, we, we usually go off the rails. we usually find a few more things to talk about than we uh, discussed in our pre-show itinerary, which. Isn't really nothing more than a than an unscheduled meeting of what do you want to talk about today? Yeah. So, but uh, you know, I I had a, a particular subject mainly because it's something that it's it's a common subject on the social media groups that I'm in, and you know, it, it we're really 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 concerned about inflation and. I wanted to I wanted to touch on the idea of the concept of recession proof, and uh, and talk about what talk about what uh, you know we we know how inflation works we know we know why the Fed desires inflation because it it basically puts them in a position to make more money off of everything from interest to borrowed out funds to things like that but. I want to talk about the the purpose of a monetary system because we, in our pre-show discussions, we got onto the subject of what is called base commodities, right? And and the value of and that currency currency putting in currency systems within a society it it served more so as a lubrication to the barter and trade process which was where if the rev here had something that i wanted like tires for my car in a barter and trade system i have to be able to give him something that he perceives as equal value to him as the tires that he has in his possession Right, and in order for me to do that, 
what I have in my possession may not be something that he desires, so I have to go to Susie down the street and trade what I have for something that she has, and I got to take what she has to Mike up around the corner and trade for something that he has until I get to that item that is of that perceived value to the Rev so that I can obtain his tires. Well, money, money was designed to lubricate that process because now I no longer have to seek out what it is that the Rev desires to trade for those tires. I can just give him the money and he can go get it himself. And so the, the real purpose of a monetary system is to, is to grease the wheels of the direction of a functioning society. The problem with that is, is that it can also be used to steer the direction right. of, of that society. And that is what the concept of the inflation and, and the, the constant devalue, revalue, reset of currency is, is, designed to, is designed to create a variable constraint within what society has to function. And, uh, at, and at some point in time... Every system gets reset, and the re there's a myriad of reasons, but typically the resets happen because the controlling interests, for some reason, are not satisfied with the existing system, either because they're not being, uh, they're not becoming wealthy enough quick enough, so they will reset the society. What, what we're going to see in America is uh, with this talk of the Great Reset is the, the serious degradation of everybody's financials. As we move towards FedCoin, what do you think of FedCoin? It's going to destroy for some and build for others. Well, and, and, there's a, and there's a huge there's a huge danger with the digital currency because the the idea of not having you you can talk about backing up. A currency or not backing up a currency, but the idea of completely eliminating a physical item in exchange for a basically imaginary coin right. or imaginary dollar is that that really plays into the absolute manipulation of the perception of what your what your financials are worth. And you know, I'll give you a little story. It was me and the Rev were talking about it. Was a there was a guy who had three sons. Now, this is just this isn't a true story. This is just this is a comparative to how it works. A, there was a guy who had three sons, and he told his sons at a young age, "I'm going to spend your young adulthood as you grow up teaching you everything you're going to need to function in society, and I don't want anything in exchange for it. But when I die, I want you to each put a thousand dollars in my coffin to show the world that you remembered those lessons throughout your life." And his children grew up and became successful all in their own rights. And when the father passed away, the first son, who was a business owner, went up to his father's casket and put the $1,000 in there as he had promised. His second son, who had become a, uh, a, a very wealthy stockbroker and financial analyst, put $1,000 in this father's coffin to honor his dad's wishes and show that he had remembered his lessons. The third son, who had become a very successful lawyer, walked up to the coffin, pulled out his checkbook, wrote a check for $3,000, put it in the coffin, and took the $2,000 out. That's how the government works when they are allowed to assign monetary value. We'll be right back after the message. Right back, folks.
1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. The P.E. Gun Show, March 12th and 13th, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearms giveaways, a 12-gauge tactical shotgun from G&B Survival on Saturday and a fully customized AR-15 from Warriors Revolution on Sunday. Buy, sell, or trade, guns and ammo, and CCW classes on both days. See PEShows.com for more info. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. folks we're back pac-man and the rev and we are thrilled to be with you listen uh you know for months now i have been training people uh on how to prep prep for what i believe to be the total collapse and and uh, i teach from a total collapse standpoint and the reason for that is is because um if you look at the way things are down spiraling right now the you have to if you you have to prepare for the absolute worst and hope that something comes along that's above and and beyond that so there's layers of preparation and there's layers of value that you prepare with and uh Pac-Man hit on it there he mentioned the word base commodities okay and so let me define that for you the uh, the base commodity in a zero in a zero structured society a total collapse the, the you know the grid is down the water's not running out of the tap the base commodity in that society is food and water well and and I you know I was I was talking about monetary value being a perception so when you look at things like 
what makes gold and silver is it's is something that is more valuable as 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 what it is than say a paper currency and definitely a digital currency is that is that it has a history of perceived value so there is a high likelihood that in a collapse that is going to remain a desirable object which allows you to trade that object for goods and services but base commodities are not based on perceived value because your need to eat and your need to have water are not based on perception those are stone hardcore Right. Reality that it, that is not something that somebody can some say. Well, today your need to eat is less than it was yesterday. Right. You know, it it doesn't have a perception of its importance. It is a necessity. It is you know, and and we talked about like goods and services are are the true recession proof. Base commodities are the true recession proof because even though the cost to acquire them may change, the need for those things never will. Correct. That Never need, diminishes. That need will always remain the same. So you cannot devalue a base commodity. Right. So, and basically what we're talking about is base commodities are ones that service the lowermost level of your needs. The, the pyramid of needs, as Maslow defined it, was psychological, okay? The very base, excuse me, was physiological. Yeah, physiological. And so I'm going to tell you what those are. That's air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction. Now, the last one on the line loses some importance if you're looking at your immediate, uh, we just went through collapse. The reproduction piece is strictly about are you interested in making sure that society continues or that you reproduce the species? If you're the, if you're the last monkey in the tree and there's nobody to monkey with then that falls off the the chart yeah and and as as you said for your immediate need as your individual need of survival that one is kind of on a secondary tier right because it's one of those that you reach you reach the decision on after you have successfully met the needs of the other correct correct so so when you're talking about in the word world of base commodities, pretend you have just exited the Mayflower, okay? And you have X amount of supplies in the Mayflower, and you have to immediately begin producing commodities to survive into the next season, into the, to get through the upcoming winter. Remember, they arrived in the fall. And they have to build shelter right away, okay? They don't have time to put a crop in the ground. Yeah, right? and, they, and they didn't even successfully have much time for the shelter as for the first rotation of seasons, a majority of them lived on the ship. That's correct. They lived on the boat. So here we are. We're looking at a, a, total, a, a total and sudden collapse of society. And I can give you a 100 reasons why it will happen. You can give me reasons why it won't happen. But the reality is, if you're truly planning, you plan for the total collapse. And then you hope for something better. So it, in planning for that total collapse, I am going to stock base commodities. 
okay? What, what's my base commodity? What's a base commodity to me or to anybody else who's a hardcore survivalist? It's food. It's water. It's security, um, meaning like uh, my firearms, for example. Shelter, whether that's a log cabin or it's a an igloo. It's and and, and you, you, you just hit a point that we had actually talked about pre-show was there are going to be variations in this. Correct. In, in what is a base commodity, a base need for individuals. I myself am a diabetic. I'm a type 1 diabetic. I am 100% insulin dependent. So insulin is a base commodity Correct. to me, um, whereas it would not be to the rev. But... So there there are fluctuations to that on an individual level, but basically a base commodity is anything that is necessary for your survival. Correct. That without it, you will die. No matter what other conditions you've put yourself into or whatever, whatever situations you've, you've set yourself up for, without those commodities, you will not survive. Right. And, and you have to, you have to, Take everything in your world and you basically divide it into your primary requirements for survival and then your secondary requirements for existence. In other words, uh, we talk about we have needs, we have wants, and we have desires, okay? So I need to eat every day. I need to drink water every day. I desire to accumulate wealth, okay? I desire to um, to be comfortable, to have a nice warm place to sleep at night. I want. Yeah, and that's that's the one that that sometimes needs definition for people is the difference between a want and a desire. There you go. Um, like you said, the want is designed around increasing the comfortability of your existence. Uh, and you had brought up a really good one, which was toilet paper. Yeah. We can survive without toilet paper, but our existence is much more comfortable when we have it. That's right. You so, know, a handful of leaves just ain't cutting it for me. Yeah. I did that too many times in when I was a younger man up hunting. I can exist in that world, but I don't want to exist in yeah. that world. I don't desire that existence. And so... You know your 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 wants your wants are based on turning your necessities into comfort. Your desires are designed to turn your comforts into luxury. So, there you go. So to so to speak. That's it. And that. <coughs> so the uh, if you are are lucky enough to have all of your primary or your your base commodities covered, then you can start worrying about other things in your world. But what's a base commodity when, uh, for example, uh, it's estimated that if we were to suffer some kind of a catastrophic event, now follow me, folks, I know not everybody's into this, but if we had a catastrophic event that took down the grid and were for some reason to prevent farmers from getting crops in the field and harvested and then delivered to market. Gee, we're kind of going through that right now, aren't we, with the fuel issue, the petroleum, the oil issue? See, we're, 
we're slowly sliding down this slippery slope and there's no way to get off the slope to have our existence dramatically altered. So now we have to be in a, in a state of mind where we say, I'm going to stockpile base commodities so that I can move forward. So to everybody, everybody in the world can break this down. If you look at a, a, a subsistence level economy in the third world and, and transport yourself into that economy, into that environment, what does your base commodity look like? Yeah, and, and, you know, we, we hear a lot of arguments about the changes of society based on commodity availability. The biggest one and easiest example to relate to people is fossil fuels. There are people who believe that we will one day run out of fossil fuels, and so we have to have a plan for an alternative. But a fossil fuel is not a base commodity. It is something that we depend on for our current standard of living, right. but it is not required to survive. Yeah. And so it's a secondary the, commodity. Yeah. And so the, where the limitations of a base commodity come into play is the fact that there is 7.8 billion of us on this planet, and that number is expected to grow by another 40% to over 10 billion in the next 30 years. So when we are suffering globally from things like famines in certain regions of the world, we're suffering from, from running out of... Uh, clean available drinking water either because we've either because we've used up available sources or because we have polluted an x number right. amount of fresh water however you want to look sure. at it that doesn't matter but the there's only going to be so much food you can grow there's only so much nutrients to to grow that food there's only so much fresh water and you know you could you know they desalinate hundreds of thousands of gallons of ocean water to provide fresh drinking water, which is great, but you're still going to run out of that eventually. Like the, the process right. is... When is the energy shuts down, they're not going to be yeah. desalinizing water. So, so the, what's, what's the harsh reality of base commodities is while they are necessary for your survival, they also have a very, str a very stringent limitation. Correct. To their availability, which is what makes their value undiminishable. Right. I have people. I have people ask me all the time. Well, well, what do I plan for, and uh, or or how long do I have to plan? How far in advance do I have to build my my uh, game plan? And and the reality is, the bare minimum is an eighteen month period, and why do you ha why is 18 months a target because when when the catastrophe hits the you like I said that yeah. that catastrophe when the catastrophe hits folks that's how long you have to count on in the worst case scenario from when you say wow I never grew a garden before but wow I need to grow a garden and wow I got to find some seeds and I've got to have a piece of ground that's prepared so 18 well, months from yeah, and that's planting not, season. What was it, 20, 2012, or I think it was, when all the massive flooding hit Colorado because it rained for almost four months straight. Right. They told people, the National Guard told people up in, in the Lions area, they said, look, we're here right now. 
you can come with us or plan on six months right. of being on your own because services were down, roads were down, utilities were down, and they were not going to be making their way back there to rescue people. Yeah, so and, think, and that was a very minor localized situation. Event, right. Think about that. So think if, if, if somebody came to your house today and they said, listen, we are, we are going to have a Katrina-style winter event that we anticipate is going to last for six months. You will be, you'll be locked in your house just as sure as if they welded the doors closed. What are you going to do? Do you want to come with us or are you going to stay there? And yep. So think about that over the break, folks. When we come back, we're going to start giving you some solutions. Public bail bonds policy affects crime and get all of your bail bonds questions answered by tuning in or calling in to Bail Talk Sundays from 1 to 3 right here on the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMP Shield. 
Facebook.com. I told you so. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Welcome back, man. We're already a halfway through this here. Um, you know, before we before we continue on to this, uh, our station manager, who's running the boards, came in and made a really good point. And I want to I, I want to reiterate what he was saying is that what we're talking about here is the the base commodities and necessities for individual survival. Um, this is it's not. He had mentioned that if you took a commodity like oil and you eliminated it tomorrow that there would be massive death and 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 even famines and just societal collapse and so yes there are commodities that that society as it exists at this moment in time very much relies on for the function of but uh as 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 an individual and what we're talking about like in perspective to what our class does um we're more we're focusing on the individual so you have to you have to also consider that factors when when you are essentially planning your base survival stuff is are you planning to be in a group because while your group may not be have the same requirements that a metropolitan area does as you as you grow and your societies begin to rebuild and reconnect you you have to redefine you have to constantly redefine what your base your base commodities for that situation are right we uh the what we've been talking about is your your basics for keeping you alive is where we started and now we're going to kind of slowly start to transition that into things that become your comfortabilities and your ability to progress right uh, throughout your survival and throughout your throughout the catastrophe or or whatever it is and the reason that this is you know and if you if you don't believe that that your your own security and safety and survival is up to you look at what's happening in the ukraine so the there were three drones over the week that flew out outside and landed they weren't targeted they just were off course and they landed in three different nato countries one landed in romania one landed in poland and one landed in croatia so NATO's response to that was, let us, put, let us overstaff our air defense systems so that that's less likely to happen again, and let us move a bunch of troops around the border of the Ukraine. So basically NATO's position right now is they're going to look through the window while everybody inside the building burns. That's pretty much their position. But that position isn't based on the idea of what's best for the people, what's best for the survival of the Ukrainians or whoever. Right. That is based on politics being placed above people. So this system that we all function inside of and is wrapped around us is 
you know, we come to depend on it when it has an interest in providing. But when it doesn't have an interest in providing, you are on your own. And that is what the point of what the Rev is talking about here is that you are you are having to define what is necessary for you to make it on your own. Right. Yeah. It, you know, the world geopolitics is one thing. Um, the concept of, of petrodollars driving everybody's economy. I'm saying when that economy collapses, when it absolutely craters, what do you do? When it's the, so whenever you're planning a survival scenario, what I tell people to do is seek the most common denominator. Which uh, the smallest denominator you can find, and the smallest denominator in the world of survival is the number one, or the number two if you're a couple, or you add one or two more if you're a family. But that that's the only thing that my wife can depend on in a true survival scenario is herself and me. The only thing my uh, Pac-Man can depend on is himself, his children, and possibly his sister. You know, there's the least common denominator. And then, can you really depend on them? If the if, the, if well, and and you have to know those people's situations too, because they they have to take care of themselves as well. Right. And so, you know, my children are a different story. I have to take care of them. But like you said, like my sister, she is an adult with a family that she has to take care of as well. So so as you bring in those people within your circle that become your common denominators or least common denominators, however you want to define it, they have denominators of their own that may not necessarily be relevant to you but are still a part of the picture. Right. So that design, that thing that you laid out when we first started the show about – Neighbor, so-and-so needs a set of tires. Okay, picture this scenario in your mind. We're, we're in a collapse, okay? And a portion of the population is prepared for that collapse with what I call base commodities, okay? And so the one neighbor that uh, he comes over under a flag of truth, truce a flag of truth. I kind of like that. He comes over under a, under a flag of truce, and he essentially says, uh, "Hey, I need a couple of pounds of pinto beans." And so I look at him and I say, "And you know, I need two gallons of gasoline. I need two gallons for my four by four. And I said, "You know, I know this sounds really hard to you." But you go out and find my two gallons of gasoline, and I've got your two pounds of pinto beans. Okay? And so the value of a gallon of gasoline, all of a sudden, did it depreciate? Or did the value of the pinto beans appreciate? And Well, the truth of the matter is, is it's both. Right. Because... You know, that's where I was talking about the monetary side of things being a perceived value and that 
the perceived value of something ultimately is what somebody's willing to give you for it. Right. And and whether that be how many dollar bills I will give you for your house versus how many bottles of antibiotics I will give you for a loaf of bread. The perceived value is what you place in the value of the things that you have to offer and what I place on the value of things I have to offer and in that reverse position what my things are worth to you. Right. And you know, I what I didn't say was what he really what really preceded that was walking over to my house, he had a silver coin in his hand. And his concept was he would trade me the silver coin for the two pounds of pinto beans. But the reality was I don't need the silver coin because society has not settled down enough. Yeah, it hasn't okay? got to the point. Because we're not, we're not talking about the rebuild. We're right. talking about the reset or the collapse. The collapse. So at some point, everybody has to prepare to get through the termination or the the beginning to the end of the actual collapse. That's where we're at right now, folks. All right, everybody. 1360 KHNC. We'll be back in a moment. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Well, I tell you what, that is that is on repeat with my kids. I don't know how many times I've heard oh. them say it ain't my fault. It uh, ain't my fault. You know, uh, <clears throat> now, I do want to touch something when you, when you were talking about that, that silver coin not being – don't misconstrue what me and the Rev are saying about there being no value in that because that's not true. 
what what we're pointing out is that everything of value you have to understand the place that it fits in the process. Correct. Because, like I said before, gold and silver holds its value because it has a long history and a high probability that it will become a and be a desirable commodity. Right. In 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 either a normal functioning society or even a rebuilding one. But what what the Rev is saying is that in the thick of it in the meat of it, in the start of it, in the, in the fact where in the place where people are requiring commod or acquiring, not requiring, acquiring commodities to survive, is where we step away from the monetary system and into the trade. Right, you're in a base commodity, and all societies go through this evolution, where. Uh, it, you know, the, we did in North America, for example, the base society is hunter-gatherer society, okay? That's where they either have to go out every single day and hunt for their food or they have to gather the berries or whatever. Um, that's the base society. What happens is the next step up becomes, um, if you look at the Indian tribes that lived up in the northwest and the, the northeast, they actually were living in buildings. They were uh, buildings made out of timber and and uh, branches and stuff. And they were fishermen. And they they actually had moved one step above hunter gatherer. And they were breaking into the world of agrarian, where they were not consuming the seeds they were gathering. They were planting the seeds they were gathering. Whole big difference, right? You, you know, teach a man to fish or give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish, you'll feed him for his whole life. So uh, these hunter-gatherer societies evolved into production societies. They became production. And don't you know that at some point along their development, a certain colored, shiny, little, round, perfectly round pebble from the creek became their currency or something like that. It might be dried fish heads, you know, something that they perceive that has no value in any other society. They perceived it to have value. And there you go. Yeah, and there you have the birth of your monetary system. That's right. Which they, is designed, as we said, in a more advanced society to lubricate the trade that's of correct. goods and services. It, it can represent a gold coin or a silver coin can represent a large quantity of base commodity versus just what, how much for that yeah, two pounds base, of pinto yeah. beans. It can represent a large, a large quantity or a large a numerous variety more so than just right. what that coin physically is. Right, right. And that, you know, knowing knowing how rare in early societies, knowing how rare gold was, it did not take a rocket scientist to figure out that very soon the elders and the chiefs and all those people would eventually be consumed with the accumulation of that gold. They would... They would be, because they, they actually understood the power it represented, they, as the chief, the serfs, or all the people around them, all you have to do is look at medieval society, 
as the next layer up from hunter gatherer the the owner of the land how did he, how did he become the owner of the land he declared it this is this is my land but anyway i digress he's he's the one who says in exchange for your day's work i will give you 2 pounds of pinto beans which you is far more than you can personally eat in a day it's about what your family will eat in a day so the this as we okay so if you happen to have been in a position where you actually got paid in gold or silver for a day's work you've already gone long past the subsistence level existence of of base commodities okay you are now living in a in a whole different world so what what do, what does it take society's not going to wake up after the collapse in one more, one day and say i better get out my gold and silver you know that's the last thing you want to do you want to get out your base commodities um one of the things i teach in survival school is the barter box which is a large box containing dozens and dozens of items that i perceive my thoughts okay that people that will be in demand in a society that has just gone through collapse well and and you have to recognize it too because if i if i live in if i live in austin texas the likelihood that blankets and heavy winter coats are going to be a valuable commodity is not very high right but if i live in anchorage alaska bikinis probably are not going to be a very desired commodity so you know you you the whole concept of this barter box that you teach beyond having things in there that are generally essential to all society functions uh you also uh, you also have to be you also have to have the know-how to identify situational needs and environmental is a huge factor of that and i don't mean just environmental like oh what's the weather like outside i mean your environment in general right. from your frame of mind to your physical stature to whatever to your conditions that you that you're currently living in when these situations happen and that i think ultimately is what the basis of this class is that you teach is that you do give a million and a half examples of things that people should be doing but you're changing the perception so That's that correct. these people can figure out you know we talked about the bug out bag and how filling your bug out bag with bottles of water and food is a pointless endeavor because those things run out and so you want to fill your bug out bag with the things that help you acquire your base you necessities go. and that's what this class is designed to do is to is to change the mindset to that of somebody who recognizes the situation and how to obtain the things they need and we're going to give you some more information on that class as soon as we come back uh, stick with us 1360 KHNC the roar of the rockets Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. 
We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Hi, this is Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado, 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. just a couple minutes left and you know we talk we talk we jam we uh we jam information in there we ramble on we do all kinds of sorts of stuff on this show and you know nothing nothing that we can say on here really can uh can describe it in detail as witnessing it firsthand so you know so tell us a little bit about the scheduling for this class because this is something people you know you you got to see it to believe it because while we're here trying to give you as much information as we can in an hour this is a class that is broken down over five three hour segments so you know the information that we're touching here is is nothing but just a tickle about what you need to know and what you can learn and uh right you know, so our next uh the next training class i believe uh we we normally do every two weeks we had a we had a schedule conflict so we had to bump the next class out but uh Thursday the 24th and Saturday the 26th. Uh, right. Thurs Thursday runs from 6 till 9, and Saturday is a noon to 3 class. This is uh, at Warriors Revolution, correct? That's correct. Yeah, and the information, what we teach on Thursday night is retaught again, identical word for word on Saturday. So we try to accommodate as many people's schedules as possible. And, you know, uh, everything that I teach you is designed to be adapted 
to your particular situation. In other words, you know, like we talk about my barter box is based on what I believe my neighbors will need if and when I ever have a chance to actually barter with them. Your barter box is going to look different because it's going to be determined by the environment you live in. So, you know, while I won't recommend to anybody that you stand on the porch and barter for about three months, the point is we teach you in class how to be confident. I mean, it's it's amazing. The transformation pack, man, by by the third class, I can't I almost lose control of the class because these people are talking to each other and they're building mini networks and they're just they're saying, Okay, what's your phone number if you don't mind? And they're swapping information because they're building a network. Speaking of which, give that out. How okay. do how do people get a hold of you? Three zero three eight zero nine three three four three again three zero three eight zero nine three three four three folks that's the rev's personal cell phone yeah okay that's, yeah that's not an answering service that's not a call center that's not a, an information hotline that is the phone that is in his pocket like he he you know is, believes that's the phone in that's what giving he's me doing. butt cancer. Yeah. That's right. He, he believes in what he's doing to a point that he wants you to call him directly so he can get you as excited about it as he is. Because it's a big deal, people. It's I never, I mean, we, we, we came up with this concept in 2015, putting this class together. And let me tell you, back then... Like, I could recognize the importance of it. But it was still kind of like, this is just kind of good stuff to know. Right. How how it was, how short of a time it took to become it was it was good to know it was neat to know it was prob or like to know but now it's got to know yeah, concept to reality in such a short amount of time and it's only going to progress faster people three zero three eight zero nine three three four three all right we love you folks God bless and we'll talk to you next Saturday. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, 